You are listening to Friends Next Door. Door. Okay. Three, two, one. Door. 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 No, no, no. Three, two, one. Door. Door. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Friends Next Door. This is Quan. This is Mia. It's Dan. It's Thomas. Thanks so much for tuning in. So today, it is incredibly easy to share your thoughts online with everyone. And I feel like more and more people are feeling the need to always say something. So we wanted to talk about, is silence really golden? And are there times or when are there times you should keep it to yourself and shut your mouth? So... I've always been someone that is referred to as a chatty Kathy. I feel like <laughs> post age two, it was always the case. But I think, of course, there are times that you should like not interject and keep it to yourself. What do you guys think? So you've always been overly chatty since you were two years old is the only thing I'm getting from, from this whole thing. I'm saying like, I'm somebody, yes, that is chatty. And I definitely think there are times where you should not, you should close your mouth and not interject. I'm taking a <laughs> vow of silence right now. <laughs> Dan will not be speaking for the whole podcast. Dan, this is the only time you should not do that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, you guys, like, you, guys can, it. you guys can tell me because I've actually been always the opposite, meaning I typically do not speak up enough and I have to work on speaking up. So tell me your side of the story. Um, I've always been impressed by people who have a way with words, who can just like chat everybody up, you know, and like be friends with anybody that they see the first time. Um, Dan. Yes, uh, I'm always <laughs> impressed with being able to just chat up random people when we're out and about like in a random parking like when I remember we we're going through a, a random parking lot just on like a, a walk by the river and Dan starts chatting up with like strangers for like 20 minutes <clears throat> true stories yeah I, I have a yeah it's a I, it's not even like it's just I don't know it's like a weird thing I have I could just like, I find a lot of people interesting. So when they start, they're very comfortable. I think what it is, is like when someone is comfortable around you, um, I, I think I just have a really weird ability to like put somebody at comfort right away. And then if I'm comfortable, then, then it's just a really free flowing conversation. And at that moment, this could be another topic also. It's like another, at that moment, like that person is just a person and you're just a person and you're just talking. It's like there's yeah, no because Dan, you're judgment. like genuinely interested. Yeah, and also like I'm not. I don't know. Like I don't give off like creep vibes. I mean, yes, I do. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> when I used to ask people out on dates, I'm sure it was like creep vibes. Although I had, I haven't had to ask out anyone on a date in <laughs> 15 years, which is great. Um, but no, I think going back to the to the topic here which Quan brought up like we have different personalities right like some people are talkative like Quan and I and then 
uh, Mia and Thomas are not as talkative, right? And maybe you pick your spots. Maybe you wish you were more talkative. I think I, I want to know, like, what are the times where you should actually just stop talking? Like, there are, are there times when um, talking too much, like, at least for me, I mean, for my job, um, so, you know, I do sales. So when you close, when you think you're going to close that sale, everyone says, shut up, stop talking. <laughs> like, yes. so practically, I have, I obviously have to be aware of when I'm actually talking too much and I'm going to maybe say something that somebody's going to make them think twice, right? Mm -hmm, Cause mm -hmm. I only get paid when somebody buys something. So I always have to be like, all right, I'm going to shut up now. And then I, I, but you know, a funny thing that happens is, and I try to do this more in life, which is when you shut up, you, what do you have to do? You have to listen unless you, unless you're just a jerk and you're, <laughs> and you don't talk and you're not paying attention. We're not talking about that, but usually when I shut up, the other person's talking. So the more other people talk, the more information you have. And also, um, yeah, I think it's just better to be a better listener than a talker because then your words also carry more weight. So I, I'm definitely working on a lot of those things like at work and at business. I tend to talk a lot like to my coworkers because I, I like to mansplain things. I don't know if you guys <laughs> know this. I'm, I'm uh -oh, notorious. Man. I am a notorious <laughs> mansplainer. Like, it's a sickness. I don't know. Like, you will tell you guys, like, okay, dude, dance mansplaining now. Like, but why do you think that you, like, how, why do you feel the need to over explain? I don't know. <laughs> I think all guys do that. I think all guys who have, like, you know, I, I like, a, like a little bit of an ego, you know, like, not a, I don't think I'd have a huge one, but guys just like to be right. So we want to just explain. <laughs> things and confirm we're like i'm definitely right because i gave you so many examples and blah, 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 right like can I confirm like i want to be right you're right or it's yeah, like i, I know how like, things work yeah i know how this works thank you works. yeah so. i think everyone wants to be right honestly and i think you point out a good point dan in terms of like when you're i think you 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 say t you should shut your mouth when you're making it too much about you and like the keyword is like too much because going back to what you were saying, I think it's important that we are communicating clearly. We should share something if it's important. But when it gets into the too much, and maybe that's like the gray area, right? The gauge of like, if your opinion wasn't necessarily asked or advice wasn't necessarily asked, that's something I really had to work on. I think it's really natural when you're having a conversation with like, even an acquaintance, but even like a good, but especially like a good friend, they're telling you a story and it's easy to be like, oh, that happened to me too, blah, blah, blah. But it takes, I've had to step back and be like, that actually takes away from like a better conversation that we've been having. Mm. And are you listening to what they, like what, what they were trying to say instead of like interjecting with just like another data point? Like there was already a data point there. You don't data need to point. add another one. <laughs> data point. Dang, I, I, have, I have not heard that term. Moss, this think, is when you should come in. Data point. This is like, yeah. how do you optimize yeah. conversations? Data point. But yeah, for real. But I think uh, like for for what makes like a more maybe like quality conversation, because it's like, I think when it's too much about you, when you're just trying to be like, oh, I have like this expertise and you should listen to me versus like, oh, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. And am I hearing it right? 
and then you kind of gauge if they're open to hearing what you have, like you bringing in something about you. Um, but yeah, I think people should just not give advice. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Unless asked. Unsolicited for. advice. Yeah. 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 But even then, yeah. I don't know. I feel like most of the time, most people, I like. We just. I don't know. I don't think I give good advice sometimes. Uh, it's just like what I would do, you know? And then like, I don't think other people's giving me good advice either. Sometimes <laughs> I'm just like, maybe we should all stop giving people advice. No, <laughs> I mean, I think because I, I actually like, I may be in the minority. It depends on the person. It goes back to your relationship. Cause like, mm-hmm. I actually want to hear if I'm talking to somebody about it, I want to hear what they have to say, mm-hmm. but it depends on the person. Like, and like, again, back to Dan, like, my personality is that way, but I know plenty of people, I think majority of people, and I think Dan, your your thoughts are right here. Like most of the time people are not looking for advice. They're just like, listen to me. <laughs> I could tell and- you 99.9% of the time, Yi is not looking for advice when she complains to me. And I want to give her advice all the time. And that's the bulk of our arguments. <laughs> so, So example number one, when it comes to your significant other, you should be silent and nod your head. In the <laughs> in the words, if you ever heard that Chris Rock album, you just go, uh-huh, yeah. You don't say, <laughs> really? No, really? I remember that. <laughs> you don't say. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's Wait, so good. It's really Dan, true. Do you ever do you ever ask do you ever ask her if she's looking for advice or just looking for someone to listen? Or do you just assume she's looking for someone to listen? <clears throat> no, I just can't help it. I like, I just can't help giving her advice because she's my significant other. And like <laughs> half of my, like it's, I feel like her and I both own this st- a stock of the same share. The share <laughs> is our life and we both each own half. So I don't want her to like make bad decisions and vice versa, you know? So, or like, I don't want her to be, angry and then take it out on me so it's kind of a it's kind of a selfish reason i'm like okay listen you need to like get that out of your life right now like stop talking to that person cut them out of your life therefore i don't have to hear about it so it's kind of a selfish reason yeah see well, guys there's a mutual, there's a mutual that you were saying there's a mutual sorry, like what? you you would want you to do it for you too is what you're saying it's not just like let me yeah, control it I, all, right? I, yeah. I go to her for advice all the time because i value her opinion <laughs> if she listens to our podcast guys did you just <laughs> come to a realization where you're like oh she doesn't want to listen to my advice so she does not value my opinion <laughs> i think there's that like lightning like that light just turned on there. I could see it in your face. Like, oh crap. <laughs> I think that's what it means. Um, no, I think your advice for being just like not making it about you always is something that everybody can relate to. Even the ones that don't necessarily speak up or the ones that are not overly chatty um, because not making it about you means that you have to actually listen to the other person and I find it really hard to do. Like, yeah. you find you, it hard to listen, Mia? Yeah, because you need to focus on the other person, and that's mm. tiring. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it takes away from t- of uh, it takes away time from focusing on yourself, right? I get Correct. it. I get, I get why that's hard. <laughs> so it's like an inverse a little bit. Instead of like you shutting your mouth, 
you would like that other person to like shorten it a little bit. <laughs> yes, because, okay, well, I, I can, of course, make an effort to like really listen to what the other person has to say, right? But then if you want to contribute to the conversations, you need to actually put yourself in their shoes and try to understand where they're coming from. And that's why mm. I said listening is hard because you can just hear what they have to say, but then you don't really listen sometimes. Yeah, mm. true that. Wait, but that's only if you want to give advice, right? Like if you're just listening, you could just sit there. Yeah, I mean, if you care about the other person, then you have to. Isn't but that a given? As in, as, no, no, as in like sometimes folks just want to vent, right? Mm. Mm. And they're not like, like what Dan was saying. It's just like, sometimes folks aren't looking for solutions. Right. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we have understand. to know, we have to know that person. Cause like, like yeah, why, if not, then why they're would like, you just... bring up a problem and not want a solution. <laughs> this, yeah. I, I don't no, get it. I, uh, I do agree. Or at least like, cause then there's, I think there's too much, there's a such thing as like too much venting as well. It's right. like, mm -hmm. or else it's just, where are we going? What are you doing about it? What's happening? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, why do you keep why telling me the same thing over and over again? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, what about like, okay, so I guess there's different scenarios, right? Between uh, your, your relationship, what do you guys think like within family? Is it harder to keep your mouth shut or yes. not? <laughs> oh, definitely. Okay. Yes, mm -hmm. for oh, sure. So much harder. Cause it's kind of like what sure. you, you definitely, it's kind of like what you were saying about like the stock, Dan, like you mm -hmm. share, it's like you, you care about that part. One, I think you have a lot of care obviously for your family and there's like way less filter. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you're, you, unfortunately, and that's where like, I've had to catch myself too, where it's like, you don't speak as kindly sometimes I think mm -hmm. to the people mm -hmm. that you're closest to. And that's not mm -hmm. okay, but it comes out. It's definitely hard. It does. <laughs> so much harder. Dude, it's just, I have the perfect example because like me and mom, right? She's staying here <laughs> with me. So it's real. She has her own ways of doing things, yeah. which I do not agree most of mm. the time. And because we just moved into a new apartment. So you need to like put things in the right places, organize things a certain way. But then she has her own way of organizing things and to me, she's like your things. She exactly. has her own way of organizing. Exactly. I mean, she things. has the best intentions, of course, right? Because right, like she's right, helping right. me get settled. But then she's like setting things up a certain way. And I'm like, why do you do it that way? It's just like you don't care about the aesthetics at all. <laughs> so everything <laughs> needs to just be functional. So sometimes I would just like make some mean comments because like to Quan's point, there's no filter. It's like your right. mom. So you just complain. But wait, do yeah. you tell her to just let you do it your way? Sometimes I do, but then she'll have her own rebuttal and she'll go, no, but like this way is better. And why would you want to do it that way? And it's like, this saves money or whatever, like whatever the argument at that point is. Right. And then she won't take no for an answer. So sometimes Here, I'll just pick my battles. Yeah. Here's a solution, right? Let her do it. And when she leaves, just change it. That's my plan. <laughs> Save yourself all the trouble. Be like, okay, mom. Uh, great. I love the layout of this room. Let's go get some ice cream. And then just, you're gone in a week. I'm just going to change it after a week. Correct. <laughs> That's my plan. Um, but yeah, like, and I, I find that I do that for to my sister too. 
especially because they're younger, right? So as the eldest daughter of the family, of course, I know everything better than mm-hmm. they do. <laughs> so I always like I would have opinions about, for example, my sister's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I like this guy's mm. bad news, you know, like that kind of conversations and those kind of arguments. Um, it's, it's really hard for me to like refrain myself I, from saying things. Mia, Mia, how much do you like, do you always say something or is it like, if he's not as bad as he's not that bad, I won't say anything because they'll figure it out. But do you like always say something? I used to be like, I used to be more like, I, I would give my sister lecture in the past. And I'm like, Whoa. I don't think, I don't think this, like, it, it, I don't think this is a good thing or I don't think this guy is for you. Um, but then that's a very, so you that's were a like very the mom thing to do yeah. yeah yeah you were like the controlling evil sister <laughs> kind of deal right controlling nice sister who has I don't, know, I don't know like if i if i had kids i don't know how i would react but definitely right now i don't give my friends advice on any relationship at all like i make it a point not to because i'm like unless they ask me but mm-hmm. it's more like if they're asking me specifically like yo how would you deal with this maybe it's i don't know whatever it could be so mm-hmm. i find that if i have an opinion about somebody they just met and i usually do we're human beings like we're gonna have mm-hmm. opinions mm-hmm. i just shut the heck up <laughs> and it works really well a lot of my friends they can't and they always will say uh something about that other person especially when it's it I don't know a lot a lot of my friends not you guys they're very self-centered in a way like they feel like their friends relationships somehow affects them and I early on realized that and I've told my friends this who are in really serious relationships like I said uh, the person that you're gonna marry like your significant other you should put them ahead of your friendship like that's how I rank it a lot Mm -hmm. of people rank friendships one or Mm-hmm. right under family or maybe even if they're like friends are my family so that's like right there i'm like nope sorry friends are definitely not up on my list like mm-hmm. you guys know i love my friends but when it comes down to it the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with hopefully and be the mother or father of your children i think you should put that person first mm-hmm. so that's in my book so if you're going to marry someone or you're going to be in a long-term relationship with them great like i don't need to say anything like i will literally be silent if i see bad signs i'm not gonna say a single thing why would i i don't want to be like i told you so (laughs) yeah but but if you came to me that's if you said i feel like my significant other is doing harm to themselves and in a way me blah blah i would be like okay yes let's talk about it but otherwise what if what if you see your friend being unhappy in a relationship do you just still not offer anything or do you wait for them to come to you or i I will say are you okay (laughs) and if they go yeah and i clearly (laughs) know they're not okay i'll just still be like okay no worries and then time will go on and i'm like are you okay like i'm not your babysitter if you're not okay you know me long enough you'd be like hey it might be hard to bring up but you could you know with me you could bring mm. up anything i talked mm-hmm. to a stranger on the street <laughs> so right i'm just saying for myself so yeah i'm not gonna 
I'm not going to bring it up until they ask specifically. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like with friends, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I think that that's very, even if it's like a close friend, it's like their life. And like, Mm -hmm. you got your own, like, you have your own life as well. (laughs) Like, I think there's like tons for our us to worry about. But I, yeah, I think it's like, unless they come to you, I think there would only be like in extenuating circumstances where like, there's like real danger, like, like to their life or something like they're hunting them down. Like, you know, something like really dangerous. Um, If it's, they've got to deal with it. It's like, it's their life. Yeah. And also like, let's say they were just stealing money from you. (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, they're stealing money from me. You know that, right? I mean, right, exactly. still be, yeah, I, it's just like a fact. It's like, hey, this is happening. Did you know? <laughs> you know that? I would, you, you know, should I say something about then. that. Yeah. yeah. I guess my silence is I'm not going to give you my opinion on it because it's also from a spiritual standpoint. To me, um, what I believe in karma and past, like, you know, what you did in your past life, you got to pay for it this, this time. So if you treated that person bad in that last life, they're coming back to collect. So why am mm. I going to stand in the way of that? Mm. So, and I don't mean like, like you said, Quan, if they're going to hurt you, no. But if it's like mm-hmm. emotional, you're just like, I hate, you know, but like, listen, you got to deal with that yourself. I'm more like, hey, let's go blow off some steam. Let's go <laughs> hit a golf ball, go to the batting cage, go ride ATVs. Let's go play blackjack. Never, never ride ATVs. Game. <laughs> oh my god why like, i love why would you well i'm like i love atvs i've never been on one i really no i'm just oh, i'm just it's so i'm telling dan specifically off there you go because oh, he got into an accident yeah, yeah. oh no, my i'm banned god. for life from <gasps> atvs because I, oh. I fell off one the next person i saw was mia and she was like what the heck happened to you uh, i was like my, uh, anyways i told this story a bunch of times I'm not allowed to ride ATVs anymore. I would like to ride one. I've never been on one. You guys would love it. Yes. Go yeah. to Sedona, Arizona, <laughs> rent yourselves okay. a couple of ATVs, and you will love it. I guarantee you. I love it. Or go to New York, buy an ATV and a pickup truck. Buy an ATV. On the back of the pickup truck, drive to upstate New York, and then do donuts around somebody's house. That's fun. <laughs> Sponsored by Dan's ATVs. <laughs> but Dan but yeah, I think to what ATV company. But I think to what Dan was saying earlier, it's like there's a lot to be said about like unsolicited advice. And I think it's just something that no one wants to hear, even if you have the best of intentions, right? Like whether it's like financial or investment or relationship, like I think most folks don't want to hear it unless they ask. Even for it. when you're doing it. With the best From intentions. A, right. Like you are just thinking of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I've got a scenario. What do you do if at work there's somebody who you know is a big a-hole and they're only doing things to get ahead? And do you say something? Even though, you know, getting ahead doesn't necessarily mean they're not doing well at work. But they're like, do you, how do you navigate those interpersonal Mm-hmm. work relationships so they're only doing work to look good to the I would bosses say like there's times when you want to say something to your boss because you mm-hmm. feel like this person is sabotaging in a way 
you know, but it could be maybe because you're jealous. I don't know. But there's a lot of times at work where you might have to say something to your to your boss mm-hmm. or to your coworker. How do you guys handle that? And do you take more of the silent approach and let them deal with it or let them suffer the consequences or in reap the benefits? Like, what do you guys do there? Um, I hate calling people out and I hate like ratting people out. <laughs> Which is why for that type of scenario, I typically just don't say anything. Um, Even if I have an opinion, for example, if I have an opinion toward a certain coworker and then a new coworker comes in. remain remain nameless? (laughs) Who shall remain nameless? Um, Yeah, like I I won't say anything until the other person forms his or her own opinion (laughs) because I don't want my opinion to influence what they think Mm. um yeah so I just take the silent approach okay yeah I think I'd be similar in unless I was asked so I've actually been in the scenario where I was asked and even Mm. when I was asked so I I also like started my career in sales and it just it just will have like people there will always be people that are be are going to be more willing to cut more corners than you and let's say maybe they're not even doing that like really really bad things right it's just it's there's just going to be things that are handled differently and Mm. I was asked I was asked um and I'm not I'm just gonna say I'm not gonna like throw people under the bus like Mia said because I do think that I would rather honestly I would write I would say it to their I prefer to say it to their face because they Mm -hmm. weren't you know like but then that person did hear and they, we had a conversation about it separately because they were upset. And I was like, I was asked like, what, what, like, I'm not going to like lie. <laughs> like if somebody asks me and I, it wasn't like career ending or anything. It was just like, oh, there's like some things happening. Do you but- sugarcoat it or were you trying to be like, lessen the blow <laughs> you do you want to be to to, to, to be... the person I was asked by or yeah, to the, yeah, co- the yeah. colleague when you were giving your opinion when you were asked yeah I do I did try to because I'm not because then it's like it's so easy to like there's a fine line between like saying something and then talking crap right yeah so like yeah so I did yeah. I did like for better I guess you could say I sugarcoated it but I was I tried I, I like direct communication and so I tried my best to give direct communication but I didn't like milk it I didn't try to like tell the whole story or like whatever I was just like yeah it's, it's you know like direct um but I think in the scenario where if I'm not asked I think it actually brings up a lot of like personal like why do you feel so threatened that somebody else mm-hmm. is doing mm-hmm. something that you wouldn't do anyway and that you don't agree with maybe mm-hmm. and like why that I think is something it says something about me as well so I'm like huh okay this is interesting and I do think Dan that I would just like if you know if they're gonna find success that way fine they might find I do I do believe that yeah maybe they'll find like the next two three steps but it's gonna get stunted that's just like what it's gonna catch you people see it like Mm -hmm. I've seen it happen and um, for me, even if they yeah. find great success, I don't operate like that. So, uh, again, going back to... I wouldn't want it that way anyway, right? It's- yeah, I wouldn't want it that way anyway. And also, 
another spiritual aspect that I adhere to is like, well, maybe they did, so, you know, that's their life. They have that fortune in their life. So that could be from something in the past and not this life. And that's how mm -hmm. I justify anybody's success because it really has nothing to do with mine. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, another, another thing is like if you know the person well enough to um, to determine if they're receptive to feedback. That's, um, a good, that's a good point. Right. So I've had to deal with both situations of like, like I've actually tried to help an ex coworker of mine and he was a really smart guy, but he was just very, uh, very, he didn't want to do work basically. He was and, lazy. lazy. Yeah. And lazy. didn't want to say that, but <laughs> he would actually find ways to get around doing work. Yeah. But and, and like, I, I legit tried to help the guy and then years I've left the company and everything. And like years yeah. later, I find out, I actually just found out recently that the guy thought I was like snitching on him to management and, and everything. <laughs> like I was like, bro, I was actually trying, I was like, I was actually trying to help him on like yeah. on what he needs to do better on. Right. right. Um, but it's like, if, and if, if, if management asked me stuff of like, I can't, I can't sugarcoat things that you aren't doing. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not like I was reporting them out of spite or anything. Like if you're not doing the work, I can't do anything to cover it up. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, versus like another coworker, uh, is just like, uh, it's like, Oh, like there's a thing called, it's like called radical candor. Like, but you have to be familiar enough mm -hmm. with the person to give them that feedback so that they can, because if, if they don't have the feedback, they can't really improve, right? Um, but again, mm -hmm. it depends on if the person is receptive or not. Thomas, where'd you get, where do you get these terms? Oh, radical Which book is that? Radical from? candor, yeah, was a thing. Um, there's like... I've never heard of that. That's the first time. That's pretty cool. It's, it's I thought it would more, be like... I'm a fan. Criticism. Is that the same concept or no? Say that again? I think it's a step past. Because it's like... Constructive it's criticism? Like, That's what I grew up with hearing. Yeah, so there's there's a there's like a uh, what do you call it? Like a quadrant. There's radical candor. There's okay. ruinous empathy, uh, manipulative insincerity, and obnoxious aggression. Ooh, ooh, I feel like I like these. These are great. I feel like sometimes I'm obnoxious <laughs> aggression. <It's> like... <laughs> I mean, I think sometimes that's a way to be right. Is, is like, the it, line so... between radical candor and obnoxious aggression? thin <laughs> like how thin is that line yeah. between no, the two it's, it's basically no. it's basically a, a graph right okay. and so like on on one line it's you're like silence on an issue or you challenge directly right and then on the other side on the y-axis it's like you really care for the person or you just don't really care for them at all right so that's why if you're like that's why there's manipulative insincerity like you don't care about you don't actually care about the person but you're just saying things to you're just saying all the them. right things that sound right Right. Or if you're, if you care for them, but you're silent on it and you just let things slip, you know, that's ruinous empathy. So it's like, uh, it's just kind of ways of communication kind of deal. I, I like to add, I love to get to a point where my silence is unintentional, but it's there. And what I mean is when I'm silent, it's usually with intention and I, <laughs> and I don't like to be there. So sometimes if, uh, let's say certain clients are not so smart and they think they know better or they're not cl clients of mine. They're coming to me f with questions and they could be, and they're just like pompous. 
And mostly they're like, why should I pay this for this? Mm. And at those times, you know, a lot of people will take that opportunity to be like, oh, if they're not going to work with me anyways, I'm just going to teach. I'm going to tell them off. Uh, and they find joy <laughs> in that. And I'm like, I'm at the point where I actually don't even need your business. And I go kindly buy screw off and I'll be silent. And then I realized that's actually that's silence, but with bad intentions. So mm. I'm silent, but I would like to get to the point where I don't have bad intentions. It's like it's like the Zen aspect and I'm definitely not there. So usually when I'm silent, it's because I have an intention. Like, hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything here. So you're silently aggressive. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> silently smug. That would be it. <laughs> okay. You'll get yours. Okay. I'm actually <laughs> silently aggressive in that I am very competitive. So it is, and this is a whole nother topic. I will be... Like, oh, if you, if they don't want to pay for this, I'm going to work extra hard and find something they will pay them pay for, and I will charge them the most amount of money possible. <laughs> and then they'll be happy, and I'll be happy, but I silently won. <laughs> okay, this is a whole nother, that's a whole nother thing. And I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Dan's Mahat plan. I'm working on that. <laughs> I, I think that's like manipulative. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, that's yeah. the manipulative <laughs> Like, oh, you no, it's you know what it is? It's like the entitlement shines through. Like I surround myself with people who are not entitled and I deal with a lot of entitled people all the time. So when it shines through, I'm like, usually I'm just silent. But if I can if I can like screw get, them a little bit. Oh, yeah, like okay. You think you deserve this? Okay. <laughs> you do deserve it. You also deserve to pay full price. And maybe more. <laughs> because you're so rich and entitled hey i mean yeah. if they agree to it you know yeah if they that's agree another, to it a it's a win-win situation dude <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> okay so another another thing i want to bring up is like not necessarily the flip side of knowing when to shut up is like for folks like me and mia right like not necessarily i, I think we uh we shut up a little too much. Like, <laughs> so I think before, um, what happened for me was that my goal for any conversation with, with a stranger or even some acquaintances would be like, I'm going to, like, after we converse, I'm going to know more about you than you're going to know about me. And mm -hmm. I know how, like, serial killery that sounds. Um, <laughs> now that I say that. But yeah, it was just like, I was not, what ended up, what, like what eventually happened was like, I was just not very good at talking about myself for better or worse. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, even now when folks ask me to introduce myself, I'm like, what do I say? How do I sell myself kind of deal? You know, that's a really good point, Thomas. Cause I, so I've also, I feel that as well, even though like, I feel like I am chattier, <laughs> but I think it's like a lot easier, honestly, to ask somebody about themselves themselves for me. I think it's like talking about yourself is actually a lot harder. Um, mm. So yeah, or it's like, oh, how have you been doing? Or like, what have I, what have I been doing? <laughs> <laughs> 
but that's when I think like we like I would want to I've been like I need to like like not shut my mouth more about talking about my because like going back to like quality of conversation it's like really getting to like like the ability to be comfortable and share with the person so there's less like these surfacey conversations where you should shut your mouth more about so it can be balanced out Mm -hmm. yeah and i i mean i because that could also be a me problem because i'm horrible at telling stories Like much of my stories don't make sense. So like when I, when I prepare for meetings and things and present them, things like that, I have to prepare extra hard. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll, I will write like a skeleton script and then rehearse okay. against that. Cause okay. I can't, I can't really rift on the spot. And if it does, uh, like my nervous ticks come out. So like, if I hear too much silence, especially on zoom calls mm-hmm. or video calls, or just like you're speaking to the abyss and sometimes folks are just listening and they're not you know emoting or anything right so then it's just like oh my god do they hear me did my point make it across it's like Mm -hmm. and then i just start speaking more and it's like sometimes i'll be digging myself a hole i would say with that i i I did have that problem too especially when like i i don't like it when other people's attention is on me um Mm -hmm. same so i just try to like lay low you know, and then kind of like fly under the radar. This I'm talking about work setting, right? But I think lately I've gotten more comfortable with being in this quote unquote spotlight and like speak up more. Okay. Okay, girl. Okay, girl. <laughs> you go, girl. You shine. <laughs> um, and just like I'm be- bright like a diamond. Because <laughs> I am one. Um, she is one. <laughs> So it just takes practice. It's really just about like, you know, you could kind of take it as like you, you're just caring about the other person and what they're going through, especially, you know, we're going through some weird times right now. So a lot of people are also struggling, right? So you can kind of relate to that and think about you're just, you know, you just genuinely want to know about how they're doing and things like that. And it just makes it easier because it makes you more comfortable. And then as a result, it makes them more comfortable too. Now I'm pulling a Dan. Thanks for woman explaining that. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was eloquently put. No, my my <clears throat> my mansplains are way, way more obnoxious. All right. Now I want to hear Dan explain the same thing. Go. <laughs> no, but I, I have a, a lately I've been wanting, I've been relishing these like uh, uncomfortable silences. <laughs> Because I realize there's so much meaning in silence more than talking. Because I feel most of the time we're talking to fill a void, but when there's silence, so between, so for work, for sure, it's like I've been taught now to make the, like, say something. I don't know if, because you guys don't do a lot of, like, direct, like, trying to literally convince somebody to buy something or sell something, right? I mean, I don't convince people to buy anything they don't want, but you really like when you ask them a question and you shut up and you're like, huh, they're like, oh, there's a long silence. You're like, all right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Tell me what like you really think. Up. Yeah. You feel like there's honesty after that point, unless they filter it out, but at least you've kind of poked them enough where mm-hmm. um, 
so I so even in like day to day interactions, it's I actually welcome uncomfortable silences that are coming. So because mm. I don't I don't get offended that much. You can't offend me, so I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm not self conscious about that. So I just try to maybe be more direct. And I feel like the more direct you are in a way, um, and then there are silences, the more that you can really get to the truth of the matter. Because I need to get people tell me lies all the time at work. Oh, my budget's really this. Oh, I re I really like this, but you don't. So my job actually is to get to the heart of the truth that's mm -hmm. better for you and I. And to do that, a lot of times it's like to try to be silent and also when there's, you know, try to enact some uncomfortable silences where people are thinking. And it's, I equate it to like painting. There's like, when you paint, there's black and white and the white is actually negative space and it carries sometimes more weight than the black, but we only see the black. And same thing, like there's plus and minus you know, in the air, like air is a particle, it has weight, you know, like water. So, so does silence. It has equal or more weight than the things we say sometimes. Sorry to mansplain that. <laughs> oh, did, I just, did I just go philosophical? What the? Yes. I was, I was Did you guys just digesting. tune out? It's cool. If y'all no. tuned out, that's totally fine. There was a lot of silence. No, Dude, when you brought up your no painting yeah. comparison, though, I was like, what? <laughs> the talking, you whipped out the painting comparison, you know, like, like painting 101, it's like negative space, positive space. Because silence is also like when you can think. And that's also something that's when thinking happens. Right. And I was also very like more uncomfortable with silence previously. But then I also realized that like, other people don't need to fill the silence. And it's actually like, kind of like what Dan's saying, it's like they are processing info. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's why, I mean, like vows of silence, like it's a thing, like, right? And like, I was reading about just like vows of silence that like Buddhist monks like take. And it kind of goes back to a little bit what Dan was saying, where like in Buddhism, like, samsara is the continuous cycle of birth death and rebirth and this cycle goes on until one attains enlightenment and all these are dependent on our actions in our current life so as a result one must avoid all the actions leading to this ongoing cycle of samsara so hence the buddhist monk goes for a vow of silence and this is due to the belief that most actions come from the mind and discussed before the execution most especially this is the fact for actions when you know you're doing them with other people too so it's like not only like to, in that vow of silence are they not saying anything but it's also there's weight put on like the thought that goes into what you say as well so i thought that's very interesting like very introspective very nice. and then sorry one thing i also thought about i also saw was like people are actually taking it like modern day like people are also just using it as like a way to listen better like taking like short vows of silence where they don't speak and they've like actually seen it improve like their listening skills their empathy skills um their pride right like of oftentimes we speak out of like oh i need to defend myself or i need to clarify something right. oh, that's not right so i thought that was very interesting too to see like a non-Buddhist monk, like a, a, a like a normal non-monk. No monks are normal, sorry monks. But like you know, people <laughs> that just like choose to take a vow of silence. Yeah, it's very interesting. Thomas, I got an interesting question for you. Um, 
when you go on dates now, are you, <laughs> are you implementing some of these strategies of listening more or are you talking more? Like, how have you been filling those date conversations? I think I'm still better at asking about the other person than okay. talking about myself. Yep. Do you find that that works? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know. That's not what I mean. I don't mean, eh, I, mean like, <laughs> I was like, is that a rhetorical like, question? You, it's like, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, are you comfortable doing that? The like, listening, you, the listening I, I don't know. Are the you trying? Uh, the listening part. Oh, yeah. I mean, listening is my default state. So it's, mm -hmm. I mean, sorry. What I mean is like, that's easy. Is It's easier to default to. So mm -hmm. I don't, I don't find it that hard. That's good. Because um, most guys yeah. talk too much. <laughs> Yeah, okay. like I have the opposite problem. I need to talk more about myself or like right. at least know how to talk more about myself. Right. And not because there could be a fine line because if you yeah. stay silent, they're like, oh, this guy is not interested in me. Yeah. But then if you're too much, they go, you're he, this guy is full of himself. Yeah. I think right, I have ladies? the opposite. Right, ladies? <laughs> I think I have the opposite problem for a, yeah. compared to other people where it's like, let's say like, more introverted or sorry more extroverted people need to learn to be quiet right. and like introverted people need to learn how to advocate for themselves more mm. or just yeah. talk more all right yeah mm -hmm. i would say i would think it's like a two-way street depending on like if thomas is the one that's asking all the questions and the other person doesn't ask any questions back like mm. yeah that's, that's also bad odd time. that's yeah that would be right. odd like, right. like yeah. for anyone if you are right. asking all the questions and they don't yeah. say anything back about you like, like it's is not that a date or an interview yeah. session exactly yeah, yeah. are you yeah. interested and, and, in me and to be clear this i'm not just like only learning about the other person and not divulging anything right. that would seem very serial killer like to mm. me as well especially if you whipped out like a notepad and was like uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying there's a responsibility on both sides yeah to definitely. be like when they yeah. should write when they should shut their mouth and like pass it it's like it's a tennis game it's not like a tennis against the wall tennis game <laughs> tennis like when you know when you practice you like play against the wall you play yeah, basketball right right, right. <laughs> all right there is mind. back and forth <laughs> yeah so, so I that's think, a key part i think it all comes down to well first of all you have to know yourself right you have to know if like do you talk too much do you not talk enough are you just way too quiet on things should we use speak up on some like in certain situations versus others um so that needs to come first is for you to learn about yourself and two it's just kind of like see like feel the other person a little bit and that requires a lot of just like listening paying attention to their body language and whatnot in order wait, to achieve that balance wait do you feel yeah. that's more acceptable for folks to just ramble on about themselves these days because especially with the you know social media and everything it's mostly just everyone talking about themselves well, I feel like social media is different because it's, I think like rambling on on social media and rambling on in real life is very different, like two different mm -hmm. things, right? But it does blend so like, in because it'd be like, hey guys, this is what I did the other day. These are, these are my tweets. Look at how many uh, likes or likes I got. I think that would be a, an, an, in a, like an odd live conversation. <laughs> like, why are we talking? <laughs> Unless Unless it's about, especially if it's about you, <laughs> like, look at my tweets. <laughs> Unless it's like, not odd. like, 
like I think I think that happens like oh look at this thing that happened right mm -hmm. but like I do think on social media like that's what it is right a little bit but in real life hmm is it acceptable for people to just ramble sure. I think a little I've, bit I've yeah. lost like it. unless somebody <laughs> Like what I do don't mean? typically like I I would they would lose me so quickly if they ramble too long. Right. Wait, Dan, when you talk to strangers, do you ever feel like you're rambling? Me? Yeah. No. When I talk to strangers, it's always more about them than me. Because mm. why why would I talk about myself to a stranger? That's odd. I don't care. Mm. Like I keep things to myself. So it's that's why they they keep most of the time. I'm like, all right, I'm done with this conversation, and I need to exit. <laughs> Unless I'm genuinely enjoying it, but most of the time I'm like, mm. all right, cool. All right, all right, I gotta, you're gonna go. All right, bye, bye. <laughs> it's like I don't know what I started. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too popular. Yeah. Too much. No, it's just I realize it's like, uh, I guess when you show genuine enthusiasm and you ask about people, it just, they just want you know human nature you know people you're like mm -hmm. oh my god this person is interested in me and what i do and then i am but then i, I afterwards i'm like i gotta go somewhere i gotta go back <laughs> right. your attention your attention <laughs> span go, yes. is exactly I am no longer minutes. interested in you <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well let that's about all the time we have for today but tell us what you think i think mia's points around like knowing yourself let us know if you think you're somebody that has to advocate for yourself more or you gotta you gotta you gotta zip the lips a little bit but we hope that it was fun to hear about how when we think people should shut their mouths when we think people should actually communicate a little bit more um but thanks so much for tuning in and have a wonderful day thank you goodbye thanks for listening bye bye, -bye. bye, -bye.